Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of tension headache found under the neurology section at MedBullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A 28-year-old male lawyer presents with headache. He describes the headache as of tightening quality on both sides of his forehead. It is non-throbbing, but feels like a tight cap. He denies phonophobia or photophobia. On physical exam, there is pericranial muscle tenderness. Let's continue with an introduction to tension headache. This is the most common type of headache and is usually described as non-throbbing and usually does not have associated features. The mean age of onset is around 30 years old. Mental tension and stress are important precipitating factors. However, these symptoms are just as frequent in migraine headache. Moving on to the presentation, symptoms may include a bilateral, band-like, or tight cap sensation. It is a non-throbbing headache, it is not worsened by physical activity, and it is uncommon to have phonophobia or photophobia. Physical symptoms may include pericranial muscle tenderness, and the absence does not rule out diagnosis, however. In terms of the evaluation, this is a clinical diagnosis. With regards to the differential, make sure to think about a migraine headache, a medication overuse headache, a cluster headache, and secondary causes of headache, such as a head injury, vascular disorder, or infection. With regards to treatment, make sure to identify headache triggers. Acute therapy may include NSAIDs, which is first line, or acetaminophen, which is also first line. Prophylactic therapy may include amitriptyline, which is a first-line prophylactic treatment. Prevention is with prophylactic therapy, and complications related to tension headaches include reduced productivity and functional impairment. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to tension headache, let's walk through a question to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For this question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 34-year-old female presents to her primary care physician with recurrent headaches. She notes that the headaches began several months ago and that the most recent headache has been persistent for more than five days without fluctuation. She describes the headache as bilateral and dull, and she denies photophobia, phonophobia, visual changes, facial weakness, and nausea. She notes that she has been feeling stressed for the past month since her father recently had a hip fracture and she is responsible for taking care of him. What is the most appropriate next step? And the answer choices are... Choice 1, Verapamil. Choice 2, Sumatriptan. Choice 3, Oxygen Therapy. Choice 4, MRI of the Head. Or Choice 5, Ibuprofen. The best answer to this question is Choice 5, Ibuprofen. This patient's presentation is most consistent with the tension headache, which should be treated with NSAIDs in the acute setting. Tension headaches usually present as a dull, bilateral headache that can last several days. They are rarely found in patients under 10 years old and are often associated with stress. They can be differentiated from migraines due to its bilateral localization and by a lack of aura, photophobia, and phonophobia. They can be differentiated from cluster headaches based on the continuous nature of the headache and the lack of hemifacial symptoms. NSAIDs are recommended for acute treatment and antidepressants and beta blockers are recommended for prophylaxis. 
let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choices 1 and 3. These are used for prophylaxis by verapamil or treatment by oxygen of cluster headaches. Choice 2. This is used for treatment of migraine headaches. Choice 4. There is no clear indication for an MRI in this patient given the lack of alarm symptoms. That's all for this review about tension headache. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast, a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you considered leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 podcast.